get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. I'm just wondering, do you struggle making goals? I did for years. Have you ever made goals or resolutions and then you promptly put them in a drawer and found them again next year? Anybody besides me? Have you made your goals and and you were working on them, but like about halfway through, you felt overloaded or bored or you didn't know why the heck you made the goal in the first place and you quit halfway through? Have you done that one? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I'm here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose, and you can do it courageously. Now, today we are talking about how to make smarter goals so you can reach your dreams. Over the last few episodes, we talked about who you are, we talked about what you want, And we talked about how do you get what you want. And I talked about setting goals in the last episode and gave you some tips on how to keep going with your goals and and, uh, staying motivated and and doing baby steps and not taking on too much at one time. Well, today what we're going to do is we're going to focus on a framework to help you actually write your goals and creating goals that will actually get you places, move you towards your dream, uh, something that you'll actually be excited about doing. And they actually make sense for the time that you're in right now. Today's going to be for you. If you want to fulfill your dreams, but you're just not sure of the real actual steps to get there. Today's also going to be for you if you need help with like a framework to make your goals effective. And I'm also going to be talking to you if, like me, you've made goals, but you never did anything with them. Okay, today is going to be your day, my friend. Now, that was me. I was so good at making goals resolutions usually, you know, we do them in January and then I would, I am the one that promptly put them in a drawer and never saw them again until the next year. I I wrote them and then completely forgot about them. So much to the point that I had just stopped doing them until I discovered smarter goals. Now, Michael Hyatt has a course called best year ever. And that's actually the thing that got me going and creating goals that actually got me to accomplish things, that got me moving towards my dreams, that got me creating a blog post and starting to speak and do creating this podcast and doing these things that would move me towards my dreams and what God's called me to do. Helped me lose weight. You know, it's helped me spend more time with my family. It's helped me read more and learn more. It's helped me enjoy life more. And 
I want to share this framework with you because it was absolutely life-changing for me. Now, the beautiful thing is that Michael Hyatt, I started out with his course, but you can buy his book of the same name, Best Year Ever, and it will give you the entire framework It'll give you step-by-step. There's so much actually in this. So I'm, I'm giving you, you know, the framework, but it, it goes into way more that'll really help you craft your goals correctly and keep you moving in the right direction and moving towards your dreams, living your life of significance, continually growing and improving and getting better. All right. So now Michael Hyatt's framework, I I don't know if you've heard of the SMART goals. You make SMART goals, you know, but Michael Hyatt actually takes it a step further and he created SMARTER goals. And I really love the, the extra steps that he put in there because they actually were the key to help me get things done. All right, so let's start with the S. It's an acronym, okay? So SMARTER, each letter stands for something. So the S means specific. Your goal that you need to set needs to be specific. You can't have a general goal like, I'm going to be more happy. That is, that is not a specific goal. You need to make a specific goal. Create a blog post. Start a podcast. Maybe you want to speak. Maybe you want to declutter your house. Maybe you want to lose weight. Those are specific goals with a specific outcome. I can look at it and know exactly what's going to happen when I'm done. So you first off need to start with a specific goal. Then it needs to be measurable. So the M in smarter is measurable. You need to be able to like tell, am I making any progress on this goal? You know, if you're like, I need to read more. Well, sure, that's great. But how do I know if I've read more? If I've read one book, is that more? Is it five books and I've read more? Is it 12 books and I've read more? I don't know. You need to specify what that is. Maybe it's you're going to exercise, okay? Are you going to walk five minutes or are you going to walk 30 minutes? If I were to look at that, I got the results, the, 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 the qualifier of... Did, did I walk five minutes? Great. I can measure that I did that goal. Or walk five minutes three days a week. I can measure if I did three days a week for five minutes. That's measurable. Is it, then now the A is actionable. Okay, it needs to be an action. So when I said I'm going to be more happy, okay, I'm using the word be to be a to be verb. There's no power in that. There's no action in be happy, be more happy. I need an action verb. So like a doing something, to run, to create, 
to make, something that's like a to-do. Those are action verbs. So your goal needs to be actionable. Going back to maybe you're going to clean your house, um, declutter your house. Declutter my house. Declutter is an action verb because I'm physically going to declutter. I'm going to remove a bunch of junk out of my house and get rid of it. It's an action. All right. The R. The R stands for, it it could be one of two things. It could be reasonable or it could be risky. Now, I I like the word risky here because your goal needs to stretch you. It needs to stretch you just outside of your comfort zone. Now, I don't want you to make your goal so crazy that it's like impossible. When you look at the goal and you just think, oh my God, I can never do that. Like that's, that's too big. Okay. That might be considered like a vision, like one day I want to get there, but that's not a goal. A goal needs to just take you right outside your comfort zone needs to stretch you, push you a little harder than what you're currently doing, get you moving forward. So it needs to be risky, but not crazy. Okay? So if I were to declutter my home, and what would be a risky, what would be risky about that? Well, it would be risky if maybe I put it in a time frame of, I'm going to declutter my home in a week. That would be like a stretch for me because I'd have to devote a bunch of time. Now, it would be crazy if I said, I'm going to declutter my home in one day. Now, that's just, that's just ain't happening. Now, I could declutter a room in one day. Sure. That might be risky. But... But it would be absolutely crazy and insane to say I could declutter a room in one day. Or what if you were going to write a book? Maybe you want to write a book. Risky would be, hey, I'm going to get my first draft done in 90 days. That could be a push for you. Or maybe even, um, this is the end of October, November is... What do they call it? Nanobo. I want to, it really makes me think of Mork and Mindy. Do you guys remember Mork and Mindy? Nano, nano. Okay. There is this, November is a, the month for writing, uh, like books. And there's like this goal, this stretch to write like 50,000 words in a month. Okay. That's risky, but it's doable because we've seen thousands of people to be able to do that in the month of November, year after year. Now, I'm not going to say you're going to get a book done in 30 days, but you could get a first draft done because you know what? That first draft's going to be terrible anyways. So just get it out there. Just do it. Okay. Our first, first writings are usually pretty ugly and then you come back and you edit. That's what editing's for. It's good. It's awesome. But it needs to be risky. All right. T, time bound. You need to have a specific time frame that you are putting on this goal. Now, I'm going to say this. Some goals are going to be habit goals, okay? If you're exercising, 
there's no kind of like end point to that. Like there's no like, I'm going to exercise for the next quarter and then I'm going to be totally good for the rest of the year and I'm done. Like you just continually do it. So with a habit goal, time bound is more like, hey, I'm going to make sure it's, it's keeping with those specifics. I'm going to exercise 20 minutes a day, five days a week. That would still give you time that it needs to be done in. Now, something like going back to the book example, time bound would be, I'm going to give myself, you know, 30, 60, 90 days to get done my first draft, you know, and, or the entire goal could be, I'm going to write a book and publish it in the next six months or year. That is time bound to six months or one year. Okay? Now, if you're going beyond a year, I'm going to say those aren't goals. Again, that goes back to vision. You could put it like it's a three, five, six year goal. But right now, the best thing to do is pull yourself into the next quarter, the next six months, the next year, you know, like some something in that range that you could get done in that period of time. Now, remember, these goals are things that you want to, that'll help you move towards the dream and vision in your heart, that thing that you want. These are goals that are moving you towards that, helping you become either the person that you're called to be or moving in the direction that you're called, something like that. All right, so they need to be time-bound. Now, that's SMART goals, okay? Here's where Michael Hyatt takes it a step further. E, exciting. Your goal needs to be exciting to you. doesn't matter if it's exciting to everybody else, but you need to be excited about this goal. Why? Because when you get, you know, two days in, you're going to stop feeling excited about the goal and you need to know why you're doing what you're doing. If you don't care about your goal, you're never going to get it done. It's going to be the goal that you stick in the drawer and you never do. It needs to be exciting to you. It needs to have a reason. It needs to have a purpose. Why do you want this goal? Why does it matter? It needs to be exciting. The reason needs to be exciting. Now, it does not mean when you're in the middle of this goal that you're always going to be excited about getting it done because, let's face it, that just doesn't happen. We can get partway through, we get into the messy middle, and then we're like, I don't want to do this. This is hard. This is boring. This is whatever. And in those moments, you have to push yourself. In those moments, you have to go back to your why. Why does this matter to me? Why does it matter I get this goal done? And that allows you to push yourself past the blahs, push yourself past the messy middle, push yourself past the opposition, and do it anyways. So E stands for exciting. All right, the R, relevant. I love this one because this one treats you like an individual, like the individual you are. 
we are all in different seasons of life. I have friends in this entrepreneurial world that are empty nesters or they don't have kids. And you know what? They have more discretionary time than I do. I am in a season of life right now where I have um, elementary kids and one middle schooler. Okay? Now, I actually have more discretionary time than I did when I started because I had babies then when I started. And so I had a Sunday afternoon after work, after I worked at church, my husband would watch the kids and I would go write my little blog. And that's about all I had because I worked full time and I had three, three little kids and I did what I could do. So my goals were different in a season of life when I had little babies than they are right now while I have some elementary kids and some middle schooler. Because, you know, I can say to my kids, hey man, go find something to do. And I can work on my stuff. Now my friends who are empty nesters have a different level of freedom. When my friend Kat and uh, Becky and I go, we travel about every other month. We do a, we do a podcast together and we, we batch them because uh, our friend Becky lives about three hours away. So she has to travel. So we do an overnight trip and um, to, to my, my friend Kat's husband's a DJ. So we actually get to go to his station and like, we just feel so professional as we put on our headphones and he produces for us. Super fun. Just, oh my gosh, we love it. Now, my friend Kat is, um, she's just about an empty nester now. Uh, like her, her youngest just turned 18. And so she, it's, it's easy for her to be able to just like pick up and, and get going. You know, I mean, there's not as much um, p- planning that she has to do. Now, she plans around her work or different things like that. Um, you know, but for me, packing up and going means I'm going to talk to my mother-in-law. Thank you, Janet. You're awesome. She watches my kids overnight so that Bob can keep working and I can go do the podcast. But that takes like more coordination to do that. Okay. That is the season of life I am in, however. And that is okay. Now, I'm not going to be doing that every day. I'm not going to be speaking, you know, and flying out multiple times a week in this season of my life. It's not going to happen. But I could do it like once a month, twice a month, things like that. So look at the season of your life. What season are you in? Are you working full time and and then working part time on your dream? Do you have little kids? Do, are you married? Are you single? What season of life are you in? And adjust your goals accordingly. Don't push yourself beyond what your actual limits are. Do not... I don't... How do I word this? Don't let your family suffer at the expense of your dream. My dream matters. 
to me. I feel like I have a purpose and a call on my life to do certain things. But if I lose my family in the process, if my kids hate my profession because I have abandoned them in the process, I don't win. I lose and they lose out. If my relationship with my husband suffers because I'm pushing so hard to get this dream done, to do these goals and to do this thing, then I lose and my husband loses out. We miss out. And then to be honest, then what kind of example am I am to somebody else? Telling them, hey, this is how you should live your dream. This is how you should fulfill your purpose of God. By losing your family, by losing your relationship with your husband, like that, that's not an example. That's not what I want to live out. And I believe that's not what you want to live out. So really consider the season of life you're in. And as it shifts and changes, then your goals can shift and change. They can, you can stretch them more. You can expand them more. You may hit a season of life, though, where you got to kind of compress it a bit again. That's okay. Allow your goals to ebb and flow. And when you do that, that is actually going to help you keep your goals, do your goals, get them done, because you're not in this constant state of feeling guilty that you had to change it, or I can't get done what so-and-so can get done. It'd keep you out of that comparison trap. And that is a trap, my friend, let me tell you. You cannot compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end. They have, they've been working at this so much longer than you have. And so they're further along than you are. That's okay. And you know what? It's an opportunity you can learn from them. I have to remind myself of this all the time. Because I I can very easily fall into the comparison trap. I can very easily look at somebody and think, oh, they've got more resources than I do. They've got more time than I do. They're way further along than I am. I should have been further along if I would have started 20 years ago when I thought, when I felt like I was supposed to. But you know what? I didn't. But that's okay. Because I can take all of those lessons that I, you know, screwed up in life and God can use them for good. That's what Romans 8 talks about. You know, that God's going to turn those things around for good. And I see him continually doing that. But I only get defeated if I compare myself. So don't compare yourself. Your season of life is your season of life. And that is perfectly okay and beautiful and wonderful. And embrace it. Now, those are smarter goals. Specific, measurable, actionable, risky time-bound, exciting, and relevant. I want you to make, remember how in the last episode, I said do one to three goals to get started. If you've never done goals before, just start with one to three. One to three goals that will move you towards what you want in life. Move you towards your God-given purpose. Okay? One to three. 
Use the SMARTA framework. And I want to give you three things that will help you to actually, you know, get going with these goals. Number one, I want you to write them down. Yes, write them down. Now, you can put them on paper or you can do it digitally. Either way, totally fine. But write them down somewhere where you can see them regularly. Okay, so put them in a planner, put them in a journal, put them in a a digital note, like, you know, something that you access regularly that's easy to, to pop up real quick. Excuse me. And see. And then what I want you to do is I want you to look at that goal. Okay. Take one at a time. And think about the next week. And I want you to chunk that goal down into a daily step. Like one to three things that you could do each day to work towards your goal. And those are like like the baby steps, okay? Little steps. What's one thing I can do? If you're writing a book, step one could be write down a synopsis of what you want this book to be about. That could be a step. Spend 30 minutes and write that down. In the next day, you could start by creating, you know, folders that were chapters. Um, you could, you know, start creating an outline. Like, And I'm not a book coach. I actually know amazing book coaches. So if you do want somebody, contact me. Um, and I will hook you up because, um, I have some really wonderful, um, ladies and, um, and companies that actually help with that. So if writing a book is your thing, because that's, that's not my, that's not my forte. Okay. So I just, I know people though that could help you with that, but chunk it down into daily activities so that each day you are moving towards your goal which is that goal is moving towards your dreams. So that way every day you are taking a small step towards your God-given purpose. You're on the journey. So chunk them down, make them small, move towards them. Then what I want you to do, the third thing, is review your goals either daily or weekly. You need to keep them in the forefront of your mind. You need to remind yourself what you're working on. Because if it's out of sight, it is out of mind. At least it is with me. I, I, like I said, I'm the one that sticks it in a drawer and would forget about it. If I don't bring it up, what is my goal? What am I working on? What is my next right action? I will just do whatever else and it won't be towards my goals. Let me tell you, I am, I am the master rabbit trailer. I even have merchandise on it. Hashtag rabbit trails happen. T-shirts, mugs, pillows, water bottles. Why? 
because that's Heather. So I have to purposefully review my goals in order to keep moving forward. And you're going to need to do the same. So review them daily or weekly. Weekly at, at, at the longest interval, okay? See where you're at. See what else you need to do. You know, you could say each week you spend just a few minutes and decide what are the baby steps I'm going to take during this upcoming week to move me towards my goal, okay? Remember, baby steps, baby steps. All right, if you need more help on this, remember we got Michael Hyatt's book, Best Year Ever. It's amazing. Something else that I absolutely love, I want, there's a podcast I'm going to recommend to you. And it's John Acuff. It's J-O-N, and his last name, A-C-U-F-F. And he has a podcast called All It Takes Is a Goal. He has really wonderful guests on, but it's all about goals and achieving and getting things done. And John's just funny. I, I enjoy John. He is a writer and a speaker. And he's just, he's fantastic. And then he has some really wonderful guests that he has on. So if goal setting is something that you're like, I really need more help with this. Those are two resources that I highly recommend. Okay? Now listen. You can do this. You have got this. Make those goals. Use that framework. Write those goals down. Somewhere where you can see them. Chunk those goals down into daily action steps. And then review those goals daily or weekly. When you do that, you are moving every day towards your God-given calling. You're on the journey. You may not be where you want to be, but you are not where you started. You have got this, my friend. Thank you a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.